Well, the decision is in, and the Dodgers gave Shohei Otani 700 million reasons why he should have said yes to them. And now John and I and Angel fans have 700 million questions about what happens next. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And if you'd like to give back to the Super Halo Bros for all the Super Halo content, here's some things that you can do. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, please subscribe and become a Locked On Every Day. And whether you're watching or listening, Come over to YouTube, leave a comment. It's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation. And today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. You can make every moment more at FanDuel. And right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Happy Monday to you, and thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going on, right? No, Absolutely nothing, nothing going on. Nothing <laughs> Listen, it's our second off season here with you. And yep. uh, this is the first week of three episodes per week until right before spring training. We'll pick it up again for five episodes a week. But it's a little uh, holiday break, I guess you could say, for uh, Locked On MLB and everything. So uh, we will have some short form content in between those episodes most days. So just FYI, stick around. We'll be here Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then we'll have things here and there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If there's any breaking news, of course, Mike and I are always willing to jump on and and get that news out to you and share our response, of course. On today's show, Otani is a Dodger, Mike. Yeah. And we need to talk about what that means for the Halos and how we're feeling as fans. And we're going to chat about how we got there. First, let me just say this. Let me say this right off the bat because I know, I know, there's going to be people in our comments because I've already seen it with our friends over at Angels Win. I've seen it with our friends over at Talking Halos. I've seen it with our friends online of, well, listen to how bitter these guys, uh, Dodger fans coming in and say, listen yeah. to how bitter and butthurt these guys are. Yeah. Not bitter. Right. Not butthurt. Right. And in fact, that's not even going to be part of the conversation. So Dodger right. fans, if you're coming into our mentions, let's do a little challenge. It's the Try not to be obnoxious challenge. Uh, That's how we're going to start this one out, Mike. So let's talk about how we got here and how the weekend started in the most wild way, starting on Friday. John, it was was crazy because there was a tweet from J.P. Hornstra, and he says that the Otani choice is in. This is not a drill. And then there was an article that said that Shohei Otani is signing with the Toronto Blue Blue Jays. You mean an article from the same... Uh, uh, blogger group that said Otani dodged that one. Is that is that who you're talking about, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm talking yeah, about that's, that, that same crew. That same crew who now all of a sudden loves Shohei Otani. <laughs> they said that there's a meal planned and that he's going to sign there, and everybody went nuts. And when I say everybody, it was all of those gullible people that believe that this was actually factual. Right. And then Bob Nightingale tweets that Shohei is not going to Toronto. Otani is not on a flight to Toronto, and Otani is at home in Southern California. And we still couldn't believe it because it was from Bob Nightingale. Well, and, right? and that's the thing, like, like I got to give Bob credit here because 
we make fun of him because he always spells things wrong or yes. gets like yes. the inform- like one character off on the information. Yeah. Like, what did he say the other day? He was like, uh, uh, he called he called uh, one of the pitchers in the Diamondbacks like Merrill Guriel or yes. something like that. <laughs> yes. then, so stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but hey, you know what? I think he actually kind of kept things real. And yes. he even wrote an article, Mike, uh, recently just about like how ridiculous the media was last week through Shohei Otani's decision and wanted right. privacy. You know right. what I find funny uh, is that even with all the media circus and hoopla and everybody freaking out that Otani was trying to keep it private, you know who got to announce where he's going? Shohei. And yep. he did it the way he wanted to, right? Right, right. So we learned all of this wasn't true. By the way, Hornstra never acknowledged that uh, he was wrong and never apologized. He just moved on, right? Yeah, there was a there was an article that said, you know, are we are we had really credible sources and things sure. must have changed between yeah. you know the time that we heard it and da 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 da. da. So, you know, uh, I guess that's what happens when you go from the LA Times to a website. <laughs> well, you know, you know, somebody's trying to to bob and weave when they start a sentence with, you know, or well, well, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then Saturday afternoon, we got the news that broke my heart, broke your heart. We'll talk about how we feel about that later from Otani himself, which I really appreciated. And it was very, uh, it was very Otani, very Otani like it was right. on Instagram. Here's what he said to all the fans and everyone involved in the baseball world. I apologize for taking so long to come to a decision. He apologized, John. He has no reason to apologize. I said that in our announcement video. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you got no reason to apologize, bro. Don't listen to the bozos who right. were all upset last week. Uh, right. No. It's like the most important decision of his life. And everybody's like, well, hurry up. Let's yeah. go. You know? Yeah. He says, I have decided to spend eternity in hell. I'm sorry. I decided to choose <laughs> the Dodgers as my next team. First of all, I'd like to express my sincere gratitude to everyone involved with the Angels organization and the fans who have supported me over the last six years, as well as to everyone involved with each team that was a part of the negotiation process, especially to the Angel fans who supported me through the ups and downs. Your support and cheer meant the world to me. The six years I spent with the Angels will remain etched in my heart forever. This is beautiful. I'm tearing up. And to all Dodger fans, I pledge to always do what's best for the team. You can believe that, by the way. And always continue to give it all of my best and be the best version of myself. You can believe that as well. Until the very last day of my playing career, I want to continue to strive forward and not only for the Dodgers, but for the baseball world. There are some things that cannot be conveyed in writing, so I would like to talk more about this again at a later press conference. Thank you very much. Now we have a quote from, or a statement from Nezbalolo, that's Otani's agent. He said, this is a unique historic contract for a unique historic player. Bolelo said, Shohei is thrilled to be part of the Dodgers organization. He's excited to begin this partnership and he structured his contract to reflect a true commitment from both sides for long-term success. Shohei and I want to thank all the organizations that reached out to us for their interest and respect, especially the wonderful people we got to know even better as this process unfolded. We know fans, media, and the entire industry has a high degree of interest in this process, and we want to express our appreciation for their passion and their consideration as it played out. All right, Mm. so those are the statements from Otani, the statements from his agent. Uh, Now, there's uh, some interesting stuff here, Mike, in terms of his contract. Jeff Passan explained that this deal has deferrals. That means that Otani's $7 million over 10 years, it's a 10-year playing contract 
but that seven million is deferred. Million. Yeah. So, sorry, seven hundred million. <laughs> if it was seven million, we'd, we'd be in we'd be in business, baby. Right, uh, right. Seven hundred million. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, Jeff Passon said, I'm going to explain why his contract will not equal $700 million in terms of MLB accounting or the present day value of the deal. When the money is in the contract is deferred, the competitive balance tax number, that's what we like to call the luxury tax, right, mm -hmm. Mike? And we talk about it all the time because the angels are always trying to squeeze themselves under the luxury tax. Uh, so he says the CBT is discounted. Uh, so typically a CBT number is the average annual value of a deal. In this case, 70 million, right? 700 million over 10 years. But depending on the size and the length of the deferrals, Otani's number is likelier to wind up under or should be in the 40 to 50 million dollar a year range. And that's an enormous benefit for the Dodgers. The deferrals also affect the net present value of the deal. There's a rule of thumb across all walks of life. Money today is more valuable than money tomorrow. Inflation being what it is, when you defer money, you're essentially taking less. The Dodgers are operating in an environment in which the prime rate is 8.5%. And with the money today being so pricey, it lowers the present day value of the deal by a significant margin. Regardless, in the end, Shohei Otani will be paid 700 million US dollars by the Dodgers. It's an obscene amount of money. It's just going to be seen as less by the league's accounting and will allow the Dodgers to add even more around Otani as they try and win a championship and get bounced in the first round. Oh, no, he didn't say that. Mike. <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't help myself. Couldn't help myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, came out. <laughs> I want to know, where were you when you saw this news and how did you find out? Johnny, I was at the local Christmas parade. You know that that is a first tradition. <laughs> and so I was at the local Christmas parade with our older brother and some friends and my son. And I got a text from you. It just said Dodgers. And I went, <laughs> dear God. And then my phone just blew up after yeah. that. And so uh, for those that don't know, I'm a pastor at a church. And so there's a lot of people that that come to that church. And so they have my number and, and they let me know how sad they were. And then there were Dodger fans that let me know how happy they were. But I appreciated their grace because they were very merciful in their texts to me. They're like, so you doing all right? Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's that was big news. So I found out at the world-renowned local uh, Christmas parade, Johnny, and uh, was distracted from that point forward trying yeah. to find out the details. Where were you? What happened with you? So I saw the tweet going around that showed that Ipe's wife had posted something on her story of Shohei and Calling All Angels being played as the song under the story, right, on Instagram. And so uh, Abby... And my wife, Abby, and I, we were on Instagram. And then she ended up looking at that account because apparently it's like a dog account or it's like Ipe and his wife's dogs are on the account. And she's like, look at these cute dogs. And da, 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 da. And then she hit the home button. And the first thing that popped up was LA and Otani's account. Uh. And she goes, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what's wrong? And she hands me the phone. And Mike, I was like is this real? Like the, yeah. it, it was the funny part is it was like this low resolution image that definitely just like, you know, Google Dodgers right. and, and saved it and posted it. Right. But I was like, this doesn't even look real. But then I read yeah. the message and I was yeah. like, okay, uh, this is sinking in. So yeah, that happened uh, Saturday morning too. So sorry, I ruined the Christmas parade for you when I texted <laughs> you. Uh, don't blame me. Blame, blame Ipe's wife, right? I will. Uh, I will. There you go. So now that we're all up to speed, guys, we have a lot to talk about in terms of what this means for the Halos, what this means for 
fans of the team, what this means for Artie Marino. Then we're going to give you our honest reactions a little bit later on. So we're going to get into all of that coming right up. what the fan duel spread was on Shohei Otani re-signing or going to a different team. I know that it was up on FanDuel for a bit. I'd, yeah. I'd love to check that, but uh, I wouldn't have won because <laughs> no. I was hoping I was hoping that he came I back know. to the Angels. There's something in my gut that said that, so I would have failed miserably. But you don't have to fail miserably, especially if you want to play on FanDuel and score early this season with the NFL. They're America's number one sports book, by the way. That's FanDuel. And right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And so I know you've been thinking about joining FanDuel. We've been talking about joining FanDuel. You should try it. At least give it one shot, right? The app's really easy to use. Wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders. And the best part about FanDuel is if you don't know what the heck you're doing, they have a great app that explains so you know what the heck you're doing. And so if you bet $5, a money line bet, and your team wins, you can win 150 bucks. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on, and you can get involved in the NFL season in a very intentional way. FanDuel is the official betting partner of the NFL. It's Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Locked On Everydayers, don't forget that. Locked On Podcast Network has launched the very first national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is where you want to go for that. All you got to do is head on over there, hit that subscribe button, because they're covering the top stories in sports 24-7-365 with Locked On's local experts, plus the national shows, including Locked On MLB, Locked On NFL, Locked On NBA. It's all there for you. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever 24-7 sports streaming channel. All right, Johnny. So what does all of this mean? Now that Mm. Shohei is a Dodger, what does it mean for the Angels? What does it mean for Artie? What does it mean for Perry? And so we have some thoughts in front of us, and and I would love to just rapid fire these thoughts, Johnny. And uh, don't think too deeply. Let's just respond the way that we need to respond. And, Mm -hmm. And the first thing that I think we need to talk about is what does this mean for Artie? And the first thought that I had, Johnny, was I think this is the first time that Artie doesn't get his guy. Hmm. And he's always been able to get his guy. I'm trying hmm. to think back when he first came here. I mean, there, there was Vladdy, and then there was Tory, and then he he got Josh Hamilton. I'm not saying all of these worked out, but he got Josh Hamilton. He, and he, he got the guys he wanted, yes. Absolutely. And this is the first time that he hasn't been able to get his guy. And I'm curious if that is an ego shot for him. And honestly, I hope that it is because yeah. – if he's not able to get his guy and people are choosing other teams, it means that this team isn't a destination point for a lot of players. And fans would say, no, it's not. And non-fans of the Angels would say, absolutely not, right? (laughs) And I think that this, I think, opens Artie's eyes, or my wish is that it would open Artie's eyes to have him realize that how you've been running this team for the last 10 years is not attractive to players like a Shohei Otani and other players that are really talented and players that would come and help your team win. Am I missing on this, Johnny? Or what are your thoughts about Artie and what it means for him? No, I hope it's an ego shot because you you can't rest on your laurels the way you've been doing things for 10 years. And Angel fans have been calling it out at least for the last five, if not the last 10 years, Mike, yeah. that this is the way that this organization has been run the last 10 years is absolutely ridiculous. Yep. And the fact is this, it means that Artie can't hide behind a money-making player and act like 
that's enough. And Amen. <laughs> that's all that he wanted to do. Yeah. And it's clear to me that for as, uh, you know, they made their money in marketing and billboards and things like that. And, you know, we get frustrated with the fact that everybody in charge is a marketing person. You're not very good at marketing because where's the where's the Otani money, Mike? Right. All the money that came in from revenue and ad sales and the Japanese airlines and things like that. Where is it? Right. Because it didn't go into the payroll. It didn't right. go into stadium renovations. It didn't go into minor league uh, uh, operations and data and analytics and and machinery and all the stuff that they need. Right. Right. Like where's where's the money? Yeah. So did they just pocket it? And and the fact is this, Mike, the Dodgers paid seven hundred freaking million for Shohei Otani. Yeah, because they are going to market the crap out oh. of him being in L.A. Absolutely, and they're going to bring in tons of money. This is this is more than just a contract and a player. It's a whole. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole ecosystem. Yeah, because you've got the entire country of Japan behind you because of Shohei Otani. Yep. And if you would have recognized early on that you and this marketing machine and Shohei Otani all work together hand in hand, then the contract pays for itself, Mike. But I, I question the marketing genius of, yeah. of the Angels organization yeah. for as much as they say, like, oh, they, yeah, they were marketing people. Like, you blew it. Right. You, you blew it. it. Yep. And, and now you're missing out on this singular person's entire money ecosystem around you. And again, where's the money, Mike? Because yeah. we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it as fans. They're, I think they're just going to pocket it at the yeah. end of the day. I think the Dodgers recoup about 20% of that 700 million in the next three weeks with right. sweet sales, ticket sales, Jersey no sales, all of that stuff. I think yeah. that it's all, all going to come back their way immediately because they're brilliant. And I'll share a little bit about that in our next segment. But John, I think it also means that the halos have to do more to make this team worthwhile to cheer for. Hmm. They have to do more to make this team, a team that's successful and competitive. Mm -hmm. They have to make decisions that are beneficial for the team on the field. Cause ultimately that's that's why it attracts eyeballs. That's hmm. why I'm there. I'm not there so that Artie Moreno can line his pockets or that John Carpino can line his pocket. I'm not there for that. I'm there because I love Tim Salmon and I love yeah. Garrett Anderson. I'm not there because I'm really thankful that Budweiser sponsored that third inning uh, chase around <laughs> the, the stadium, right? Or or whatever it might be, or find the ball in the hat sponsored by you know Sprinkles or whatever it is, right? I, I'm not there for that. And I think that that's where these these marketing geniuses have completely missed. And yeah. I know that they brought in Perry, and we've been Perry apologists at some level because we've seen what he has done. He's really rebuilt this team right in front of our faces while trying to compete. And they have a young core, and I'm excited about that young core. And it's unconventional because he works for Artie Marino, right? Yes, yes. yes. And I and I think that the, that young core is is going to struggle if they just stay a young core, but. This this team has to do more. This organization has to do more for this team on the field to make them worthwhile to cheer for. I want to I mm. want to buy into this team, which means that it's not only about getting players on the field, John. It's about allowing them to talk to the media, allowing the coaches to talk to the media, and not trying to control every freaking thing. Right. Right. And not trying to have the state-run media. <laughs> so that, much for marketing. Yeah. No kidding. Absolutely. You're like I'm not a marketing genius. I'm not a genius at all. 
but I understand how important it is to be authentic and how to be real and how to be honest. And, and the angels somewhere along the line have forgot all about that. And so they have to make this team much more competitive, not just on the field, but much more open and honest with the fans, because there's nothing about this team that makes you want to fall in love with them. Like I did when I was a kid and there's nothing about this team. Like right now, my kids are angel fans because dad and mom are angel fans. Sure. And when they found out that Otani was gone, they texted me. They were like, oh my gosh, he's gone. And so that, and their, their question was, what are we going to do now? Like, yeah. who are we going to cheer for? Right. Yeah. Because he was the guy that drew the eyeballs. Yeah. Well, and, and in response to that, I'll say this. It means Mike Trout needs to lead and the young stars need to perform and they need to take on a new identity, Mike, yeah. because yeah. look, as, as enamored as we've been with Shohei Otani, and rightfully so, especially the last three years, there was a world before he got here and the Angels were something. And yeah. from 2015 to 2017, right before he got here, they weren't very good. Yeah. But, you know, we still had our favorites like Trout and Weaver was there in 2015 and 16. And like, you know, there were there were guys that we would get excited about. We traded for Andrelton Simmons, who offensively got better and better each year and whatnot and was playing incredible shortstop. We still had Pujols and we were still kind of hoping that like, man, I hope that guy can get healthy and turn yeah. around. I mean, yeah. unfortunately that really wasn't the case. So there was a world right before Otani arrived. I think there can be a world after Otani leaves. And I think it looks like Mike Trout stepping up and doing exactly what Ron Washington wants him to do this season. Because for as much grief as he gets of, Oh, he doesn't want to win. He doesn't want to do that. And he wasn't want to do this. Like, I got to give him credit for staying loyal to a team and and not chasing the bag. And and he got the bag in Anaheim, right? He got yeah, the highest yeah. contract of any player at that point. And now Otani blew that one out of the water. Um, so I think in one sense, Otani going to the Dodgers is a gut punch because it is the Dodgers. Yeah. In another sense, as long as I've been an Angels fan, Mike, I've I could care less. I couldn't care less about the Dodgers because they're not in our division. I know that they're up to five and every time we get together, it's fun and it's interesting, but Otani being in the national league doesn't bother me. I said this on the yeah. show before, like it doesn't yeah. bother me. It bothers me because I know we'll never hear the end of it as angel fans and your owner blew it. And da -da -da. yes, we right. agree. You're yeah. not telling us anything. We don't already know. Right. And so the fact that Otani went to the Dodgers, I don't think he would have gone there if it weren't for the $700 million, Mike, but it is a move of convenience since he already is in Southern California. Sure. But here's my point. Otani doing that, I get why it's hurtful to Angel fans. Maybe me personally, and I can't speak for everybody, doesn't bother me the, any because competitively, it, it's neither here nor there. We'll see him three times a year, and that's it. Yeah. But... I understand why it's annoying. I understand why it hurts. I understand why it's a gut punch. All the more reason for Mike Trout to make this his team yeah. and to be the face of the Angels again. And he's 32 years old. It's not like his legs and head fell off. Like right. he's going to be here until he's 39, 40 or whatever. Like Salmon got his World Series toward the end of his career too. He wasn't no spring chicken right. in 2002. He was still good, but like, the young guys and Mike Trout have to make this team in their image. And if they don't do that, then then I don't know what to do. But I think Ron Washington and the coaching staff are going to play a big part 
and helping those young guys take a step forward. But they still have to add pieces. They have to pick themselves up off the ground and and really think about who that they can add to this team that's going to help them be competitive next season. John, let's talk about how we're feeling. Do you mind if I go first? Mm, uh, I, mm-hmm. I think I'd like to go first. So go for it. I, I'm I'm sad. I'll be honest with you. Really yeah. sad because I really appreciated Shohei Otani. Loved watching him play. It was great to see him live. I love that he was really great in big moments. And I know he didn't come through in all of those moments, but I love that he was great in big moments. And I love that he made people have to pitch around him mm. because he was really good in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. And now that he's not here, like I look at this lineup and I'm, I hope Mike Trout is healthy, but I look at this lineup and I'm like, there's not really a threat. And, yeah. and that's, that's trouble, right? That's dangerous right. for this team. I'm also sad because the angels did nothing with him for three incredible years. Right. They, they rushed to the trade deadline last year. They didn't do much to surround him in 2021 or 2022 and, and pretended like they did. Yeah, getting Rendon and Jose Quintana. Exactly. (laughs) And that's the hard part about all of this is that it goes back to the same narrative that everybody's talking about that we've talked about that it is already right. And, and I, I I guess we can say, well, nothing changes until he sells the team, but quite honestly, he's not there. So I want to live in the world that we have been given and try to figure some things out. That's why you and I try to be positive and try to move Mm -hmm. forward and try to give solutions and not just complain. I'm also sad because this shows how inept the Angels' front office really is. You mentioned it last segment. The Dodgers are brilliant in how they're going to market Shohei Otani. And the Dodgers' front office, they realized what they had with Shohei and that they're going to incredibly benefit from Otani. I'm, I'm going to be sick team. to my stomach every time I see a billboard with Otani on yeah. it now where yeah. I live. And get ready because it's coming, right? <laughs> oh, it's coming yeah. everywhere, right? And and the truth is, is that the Angels don't have the creativity to think about Otani in layers. They just saw mm. a bottom line product and the, the Dodgers saw Otani as a unicorn, not as just a player, but as a business venture. And, yeah. and that's... That's, that's fantastic. That's key, Mike. The, the Angels look at it and go, look at how much money Otani's made us. Yeah. And the Dodgers go, look at how much money Otani can make us. Yes. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing, as, as I thought about this, I know that long-term deals with aging players haven't been great for the Halos. But I'm, I'm convinced that Otani is going to be the unicorn, not just on the field, but he's going to be the unicorn in this mm. contract as well. And I could see him playing until he'll, he'll be 40 when it's done. And I can see him being incredible, being like a Justin Verlander or a Max Scherzer when he's 40 and still going out there and pitching incredible and doing really, really well. So I'm sad. I'm, I'm heartbroken that he's gone. I, I have some hope that maybe the Angels can do some things with the money that they didn't spend. I have hope that might be drinking hopium <laughs> and not actually thinking they're going to do anything in reality. But that's that's kind of how I'm feeling. Those are my initial thoughts, and that was my initial posture as I heard all of this information about Otani. Let me ask you a question because yeah. you know I wasn't as confident as you are that he was coming back, but you felt like in your gut, like he wants to come back and help this team be like he wants to be the guy that we build statues for and yeah. help this team yeah. cross the threshold. Now he's going to the Dodgers, where you know they'll be great in the regular season, and he might be the guy that helped them get over the hump and you know, the, the NLDS. Um, but, uh, what's your, what's your reaction to that? Cause I know that you yeah. felt like 
he was he i don't know uh, it, to me it feels like you were thinking he wouldn't make a move like this yeah Does that makes sense yeah uh, bottom line is I think there's three factors. One, I think the money factor was huge. I'll be totally. honest. I think the money oh, factor yeah. was huge. The, I would be a Dodger fan if they paid right? me Absolutely. Million. I would be in. <laughs> I said that multiple times yesterday when people ask me, what do you think? I'm like, I'm in. $700 million. But the, I think there's there's two things there, Johnny. One, I think it started with Shohei realized that this this organization doesn't really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that he may have realized that sooner rather than later. And maybe mm-hmm. that's maybe that's perhaps what happened this this season. I, mm. I, I think he realized that they don't know what they're doing. And and I think the second thing is is that th- there may be something in Shohei that I overestimated that he wanted to be this conquering hero in Anaheim and 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 maybe because he saw that this organization was kind of inept, he maybe realized like I can't be the conquering hero because yeah. I've been the hero the last 3 years and look right. at what happen 70 wins 73 wins 74 right like and so maybe both of those things kind of played he was like man i would love to however here's the reality and i got to deal with reality and just down the five they know what they're doing and so i'm gonna move down the five yeah my initial reaction mike is i'm really sad and it's been i mentioned it on our our short our locked on now that we put out the day of it's been awesome to see him become the unicorn right before our eyes and that's something that i think We'll always be able to hold on to. I took a friend who doesn't really have any interest in baseball, and now he and I talk about Otani because I was like, dude, you have to see this guy pitch and you have to see him hit, and and nobody else does this. And yeah. like you've you've heard of Babe Ruth, right? Well, yeah. Well, this is him, but like cranked up to a hundred, right? Yep. And and so I just think that we've had so many great memories with him. He's a two-time MVP as an angel. He'll go on to do great things as well. Um, it's a gut punch, but you can't argue with 700 million and I wouldn't want the angels to pay 700 million. Yeah. Now, if the, if this organization was not inept and this organization had a game plan the last 10 years. And when the fact that they realized that Otani was becoming the unicorn, they went, you know, we should really think about our future with <laughs> Otani yeah. as opposed to well, how much did we make this week with Otani? Right. Right. Like, like if, if they had had a game plan and weren't inept, it could have been a long, fruitful relationship where all of us angel fans would go, yeah, 70 million a year. For, for, that's not a problem, you know, but, but it is a problem because we're still playing this game of staying under the luxury tax and whatnot. Yeah. Now I will say this, I've said it before and I, and I'll, I'll say it here now. I'm looking forward to what this next year brings. And I've told you many times, no expectations mm-hmm. from me, mm-hmm. but I think we're in a good place in terms of a baseline because we got some young players we're excited about. We got a great coaching staff. I hope Mike Trout becomes Mr. Angel again and yeah. has a full healthy season. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing these young guys develop. And I also think that the Angels have about 70 million to play with in <laughs> terms of the luxury tax. Now, again, where'd that money go? Because we right. haven't seen it yet. And yeah. so I'll I'll be the first one to admit I was wrong when we see them finally make some moves. And I don't doubt that they will. But at the end of the day, I think it's a new era for Angels baseball. I'm happy for Shohei Otani. He was always going to make the best decision for himself. I'll say that 75% of Angel fans, uh, maybe 80% agree with that and feel the same way. I've seen some some ridiculous statements out there, and you're not going to find those with us. No, uh, because I think Otani did what was right for him, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, So I am looking forward to what this next. 
uh, era brings. And we hope you are too. I think it's going to be interesting and a lot to talk about and maybe fun. So we'll see what happens. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Make your second listen, the Locked On Sports Today show. Fantastic show. Say 24-7 streaming channel. And you can go to that YouTube channel right now. You can subscribe to the first national sports 24 streaming channel right now. Hey, give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Rose on Twitter and Instagram. Mike, what do we have on deck for Wednesday's show? Well, uh, and amongst all this uh, Otani talk, Fletch and Stassi get traded, and then yeah. Stassi gets traded again. So, what's going on? Right? Let's. <laughs> we're going to talk about that and fill in all the details, and maybe maybe think through like what is going on and what's possibly happening in the mind of Perry Manassian. And hopefully they make a move. And so we can talk about that on Wednesday, but it's all coming up on Wednesday on Locked on Angels. All right, friends, thanks for being here. We'd love to hear from you. So whether you're watching or listening, come on over to YouTube, find today's episode and comment below the video. Until Wednesday, my name is John and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here with us. And we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Wednesday.